Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. All right, want me to start? Sounds good. Okay. So, I think there were two main parts last time. Uh, one was um, the one who tries, and. Mm, yeah, I was kind of, kind of a cheerleader and saying, "Hey, you did you did everything you can. You do everything you can." And then yeah. there was Jerry, whom you were saying kind of reflects what you think are like OCD uh, mm -hmm. and analyzing thoughts. And he was saying, "Don't get your hopes up," and mm -hmm. and. We learned from him that he has this question about the truth of, is life worth living? Am I mm -hmm. redeemable? And you said something like the whole, the whole system is kind of waiting for him, mm. kind of at a standstill for him to get this answer. Mm -hmm. And he said, the, and he told us, don't, don't give up on this because he was trusting us to continue investigating that yeah yeah i do remember all that yep mm -hmm. and then That's the, the only other thing that you just reminded me of when you were talking about factions is that mm -hmm. you had also drawn some parallels and said maybe jerry is the undeserver but i've also heard the undeserver say that he hates jerry so mm -hmm. that was that was also in there yes yes i remember that and um we we were thinking that maybe Jerry and Undeserver were two parts of the same part, which is possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I'm still unsure on it, but 
um, when I said the two factions with the two part, with the two parts, I think um, because last time we got the way we got started, I think was focusing on like the the part that um, gets insulted or feels like feels maligned and reacts to that and and um and sort of that that the system around feeling snubbed and wanting to be angry or distance myself Mm -hmm. um that group of parts feuds with um the group of parts that's more like um you know, you have to do the right thing. You have to do right by people all the time. And if you don't, then your life isn't worth living, that kind of thing. So it's like, that's like these aggressive parts or like hurt parts kind of versus these parts that are um, weighing my value although it's also interesting because i have felt at times that undeserver allies well with the angry part which Mm -hmm. kind of makes sense to me but it's just yeah it's all so it's all a jumble of of like feuding okay systems the snubbed aggressive been hurt parts, including undeserver, mm-hmm. and the do right by people always, or else life's not worth living. Um, it's actually more like so. There's there's undeserver and Jerry kind of tied together um, in this debate about whether life makes sense. Um, and then on the other side, there's like the preschool exile, for instance, um, which is behind protectors that automatically sort of lash out when somebody hurts me. So for example, like with my ex, there were a lot of times where he did something really shitty and I would be like, well, fuck you then. Like... I just, I'm I, like, I don't need you. Um, and then, but then this other sort of more existential Jerry undeserver group over here would be like, well, hold on. Uh, you got to do the right thing. How do you know that leaving him is the best option? How do you know you won't feel guilty, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, I can yeah. explain yeah. further. How do you know is kind of what they keep saying about a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when we left off, we were delving into like the, yeah, the side that's kind of like really guilty because that side is very much activated now that my ex is dead. So. The side that's guilty is what, there's the like side. a side that condemns others and then there's a side that condemns me and jerry and mm. undeserver see they're different but they're both condemning mm. me and not really mm. others mm-hmm. okay 
All right. Got a nice basket of parts here. We sure do. <laughs> Any idea where you'd like to start with any of them? Um, yeah, I'd like to start just wherever we were last time, um, which I think was like, um, yeah, that that question of like, do does it make sense to to continue and live life to the fullest or whatever, or can I never have a full life? That's kind of the central okay. Jerry, Jerry undeserved okay. question. Great. All right. Let's start with how you're noticing it in the body. Okay. kind of a dampening like a dulling it's like feeling of like dread or like and like in my chest like just it's like I'll have a feeling of being interested or excited or hopeful about something for a moment and then I'll remember and it's feeling of getting dragged back. Okay. So when something is interesting, exciting, this part kind of drags you back mm -hmm. with the, can, can you even have that? Do you deserve that fullness? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it is really like a, can you have that? Like, is it possible to even have that now that this has happened? Mm. there's something about deserving in there too but it also feels like very concrete it's like oh yeah the thing happened it can't be changed and we're just here yeah yeah how are you feeling towards that part hmm Hmm. And it was like nothing. It, I feel very neutral. Like, mm -hmm. yes, that part drags me back. It is what it is. Is it? <clears throat> I don't is think it... it's self. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. But I don't know what part it is. It, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the figuring out part. But <laughs> oh yeah, like a figuring out part that ha that doesn't have a any yeah. balance to. Mm. It's just a neutral. Yeah, or like a storyteller. It's just yeah. I'm just. I'm just telling, I'm just saying what happens. This is what happens when, mm -hmm. when something happens. <laughs> Which, okay. In a way, I guess it's like sort of progress because I'm not just mired in the emotion of it. Like I guess I used to be, but. Um, like, yeah, I feel like yeah. it is a sign that uh, Jerry and Undeserver have calmed down a little bit that I can even be at this point, but mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. So less emotionally reacting to what they're doing mm-hmm. and more just describing yeah. kind of a, a neutral feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if it does feel like a part that's that's just trying to summarize it all and mm. keep you keep you from feeling anything for them then you I know what yeah mm-hmm. I know what it is it's uh-huh. a part it's a part that's like you know I'm doing okay now why do we have to like maybe going into it would be good but um also like why rock the boat kind of thing yeah good question Mm-hmm. it's or it's not like what well it's it's a very honest asking of like why rock the boat though like it's not it's not like anti delving into it but it's like if we delve into it it could cause feelings that like i just got away from yeah yeah, yeah so you felt like you had some you felt like you got some distance from these parts that's been feeling like an improvement and yeah now we're sitting now we're looking at getting yeah. closer to them right yes okay but it's not like the parts are feeling better like they're still they're still distressed but um, yeah well it yeah. makes sense to me that 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 would be that could be uncomfortable yeah yeah it makes sense to me too and like i said right. at the beginning we really don't have to do anything. So I think it is worth it to do something. So as, mm-hmm. um, I think if, I think if we decided not to do anything, then Jerry and Undeserver would probably just pop up again, even stronger because I think they've been part of the reason they've been quiet, I think is because they have had more faith that things will be addressed potentially. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I, and in my opinion, as you've communicated more with them, well, this might be just saying the same thing, but mm-hmm. when you are conversing with them from a place of self, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're smiling, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're enjoying, you're enjoying the doing it. So, yeah. Yeah, I was really glad to get to connect with them last yeah. time. Yeah, but I also don't want to dismiss that reality that it can be uncomfortable. And sometimes, sometimes we got to look out for biting off more than we can chew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It makes sense to me why that part is like a little reluctant. Is there anything that it needs from you? now or is it willing to give space does it have any requests to give some space it's like it's kind of like um it it just it wants there to be a way for like for me to come out of this like good or okay or whatever it just wants to know that that things won't spiral or something um but yeah and what's your response to that 
My response is that we can never know for sure if something will spiral. But uh, we also know that things probably will spiral if the uh, undeserver feels neglected. Yeah. Um, we can also look out for spiraling. And yes, that's true. Try to try to prevent it or just be extra cautious about it. Yeah. Is there anything specific that that we should look out for as flags there or that you want me to mm. do differently or keep an eye on? Um, I think I don't think there's anything that you can watch out for like the nature of my system is to keep talking normally, no matter how I feel. So mm. I think I would have to be the one noticing the distress. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Um, I'm having trouble like understanding exactly what this part wants. I just, it just wants to be, it just wants to not be depressed. Um, it wants to not feel hopeless. It just wants to avoid negative, or, or like overwhelming negative emotions, which is mm-hmm. what all, all of them really want. Yeah. But it also knows that last time we got into it and things improved, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think let's try just letting it give some space and it can always come back up if it That's has right. another concern, but I don't, I don't feel it saying anything like concrete about what it needs. So great. All right. Thank you to that part. Yeah. So now how are you feeling towards these mm-hmm. ones who are wondering if it's, if it's possible to have, that fulfillment, that goodness. I appreciate them for waiting until now. And like, I feel like they, they chilled out a significant amount recently. And not that, not that, you know, being chill out, chilled out is inherently better, but Things have been easier around my brain. <laughs> and that's nice. All right. <laughs> and I just I I just feel for them. I I kind of it's good to reconnect with them because I haven't really like talked to them in a while. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So show them that appreciation. Mm -hmm. 
Let them know you'd like to connect. Yeah. I feel a little bit connected to them. The um the other the sort of gatekeeping part is is interfering a bit, but I think that's okay. It's just like gradually letting things come through. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay. And where should we start with these parts? Mm. You could ask them. Yeah, yeah, I will. Okay, undeservers just confused is the word for undeserver. He's just like um, has felt a bit better lately, but doesn't know how or why and really wants to know. Because if he doesn't know, like, what's going on, then he can't know if it's right and true and stuff. Okay. Mm hmm Yeah. So he's felt better. Doesn't know how or why. Mm-hmm doesn't know if it's the right path like yeah it's like yeah self has been there and made contact with me and uh just like sort of um there's been like some more faith that some kind of solution will come out of this, but it's like he still hasn't seen the the actual work of it, like the actual process and how it works. Hmm. Does that make sense to you? It does. Yeah. Um, I just don't know, and I'm sure this is another part, but I just don't know how to show that to him because I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I kind of don't know either. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know how to say these words that help people through the process, but, <laughs> you know, what's really going on under the hood? I don't know. Yeah, it's like, how do you do the work of like deciding whether life is worth it. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that math? Are you up for examining that more? Yeah. Me too. Yes. Maybe Undeserver can show us uh, kind of what he's what he's working with like has he mm -hmm. already started this process can we 
Does he have an equation that's not adding up, or does he just not have an, a, not have mm. any at all? Um, that's a great question. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I went oddly blank at that question. Like, hmm. I have a feeling that something, like, I feel calm, but I have a feeling mm -hmm. that that freaked someone else. Mm -hmm. So my, my blinking part is very good at its job. Thank you, blinking part. <laughs> We can get like, to know we that don't one. Even, there's a sense of like, even, I think there's a fear that like, even asking that question will reveal the fact that there's just no answer. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think so too. I think I get that. Yeah. I think we've also learned in the past how much of undeserver's energy is really about protecting from exile energy. Yeah. Probably the answer in the end is to get to that exile. You could check that out with him. Maybe we can yeah. Set aside this this equation. Yeah, maybe maybe I could just ask him to tell me anything he wants to about the exile. Yeah. Okay. There's like uh, a sense of like you didn't do enough. You okay with hearing that? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense to me. That's yeah, definitely something I've already already mm -hmm. known. Yeah, let him know he can show you more about that if he wants or anything mm -hmm. around that. Yeah. There's like you, you can't know. Um, like you can't know anything for sure. Mm -hmm. Again, that connection to Jerry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. 
And does that one make sense to you? Can't know anything for sure? It does. Although I don't know if that's the exile or if it's just kind of a protector thought, but it is uh, coming from that general direction. Yeah. What's the feeling behind you can't know anything for sure? Um... The fact that these questions about life and about my worth or whatever are unanswerable is just really scary. Yeah. If I can't answer the question, then how can I ever like move forward? I know you're right with that, just being with that for a moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Me too. Okay, there's a feeling of like, if I can't know anything... Or if I can't know that I'm good or that I've done enough, then I have to assume that I haven't because um, because I'm naturally going to be biased in favor of myself. Like, I'm always going to want to think that I did enough. And that's why I should think that I didn't do enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i get that yeah yeah and you do and you do have those parts that are the cheerleaders Mm -hmm. and they're saying come on Mm -hmm. you're you're great yeah and it's like wow Mm -hmm. pro me propaganda inside my own brain who would have thought (laughs) right right of course Mm -hmm. but so okay let me just see if i can rephrase that or repeat that one if you can't (laughs) If I can't know that I'm good or done enough, Mm -hmm. then I have to assume I haven't. Yes. If I have a suspicion Mm -hmm. that I did anything inadequately, then I have to assume that that suspicion is correct. Otherwise, I'm probably being egotistical. Right. And that, I think that would be the case if Mm -hmm. we were going with this has an answer. And earlier, Mm -hmm. we were just a moment ago, we were looking at the fear behind the fact that it might not have an answer. Mm-hmm. Or at least an answer that's, you know, mathematical and is mm-hmm. going to satisfy what the way yeah, that these parts are demanding. Doesn't that sort of make the fact that the question is unanswerable, like a new level of cop-out? Like, yeah, if there was an answer, then then we should assume that I'm bad. But since there's not, we can conveniently assume that I'm not. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think I know what you mean. If it's <laughs> if it's unanswerable, if, well, yeah, I, I guess that my question is, if it's unanswerable, then why assume either? Um, well, because of the... Because of the exile? Uh-huh. Probably because of the exile. Right. Um, also the exile because who? of the whole, the whole like resistance against the pro-me protectors and stuff. Right. 
Right. But yeah, like the exile is kind of still a little bit absent in all of this. Like it, this still does mm-hmm. feel like Jerry and Undeserver kind of just like having their their thoughts. They're very like thinky types. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if, and I and stop me if I'm engaging too much in this logical stuff, but <laughs> uh, so these parts are saying, well, don't deny us. Don't just say it's unanswerable because that's, they don't feel satisfied with that. And they're worried that the, that the positive parts will just become the default. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if, if we, if we were going to go with unanswerable, Mm-hmm. If if we could tell them that we can also share that with the positive parts, or we can lead the positive parts in that way too. Mm, the positive parts feel exactly the same way about that. They're like, well, if we can't know, then the negative parts are going to think that it's just bad, and we won't be able to right. move on with life. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So I think maybe I misinterpreted something you were saying because if you're saying like let's just have a neutral outlook on it, then that 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 makes sense to me. Like, um, well, I was going more with an agnostic outlook of well, yeah, yeah. That's that some yeah, of if some exactly. of these questions are unanswerable, can yeah. we can we be with all the parts who want different answers, and and lead from a place of I see why you want that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we can do that at least at least for now. Um, mm. I don't think they're gonna be happy with that forever, but like at least for now, I think they're okay with that. Okay, check it out with them. Uh, well. Like undeserved definitely is like there there has to be some way to resolve this or there will never be any kind of like peace. Um okay. but as long as it's as long as we're not like actively um giving ground to any one answer. Yeah. Like he's okay with that. Yes. He doesn't want the answer to be negative either. Mm-hmm. He just wants yeah. to be he wants to have integrity to the truth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I so also, it, yeah. I also, I'm not saying it definitely doesn't have an answer, but I, I think mm-hmm. I like that it feels good to me to be in this space of like, we're all kind of wiping the slate clean and just seeing mm-hmm. how that feels for a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're feeling that also, but it does feel like a leaning towards some type of progress mm-hmm. or compromise or. It feels like. Um, slightly heartening that there might be another way besides trying to answer a question that we haven't been able to answer. Uh, there, there might be another way to resolve this or to get like a different perspective that would eventually mm-hmm. provide an answer. Yeah. Because if the exile is distorting things, then we can't figure out a rational answer, at least until it's healed. I'm so glad you said that because I was afraid <laughs> I was going to have to say that. 
<laughs> what are you afraid you're gonna have to say? That? Oh, because I don't because I don't want to just jump ahead and say anyway. <laughs> I do have the answer. You know, <laughs> now now that you all put the weapons down. By the way, here's the here's how it works. Um, no, no. Uh, yes. We, but yeah, that sounds. We are all, <laughs> we are you're right. all interested in connecting with the exile. The exile, <laughs> or at least that theory. That if there's an yeah. exile biasing an answer, which mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say from an emotional place, if an exile is saying, for example, I've, I'm shitty, I'm bad, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have worth, which is typically what they are saying. Yeah. And, and I can't be loved or I can't love or why, why is life worth living? Then, then the idea that these parts who have tried to formulate that into something logical and are arguing mm-hmm. over it yeah they're 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 at this higher meta level that yeah is not they're, is not yeah. really solvable that way yeah exactly are yeah. you able to convey that to them or or, or what is their reaction to our I think hypothesis they, here? i think they are i think they do understand it and they're getting more like um amenable to it like Mm because they just they're they've been trying to reason it out for so long that yeah it it seems like yeah they they don't really have much faith that they can reason it out anymore so they're very interested in having another way but then it's like it's kind of interesting that i'm still not getting a lot of like trailheads from the exile right now mm-hmm. I think maybe Undeserver has a thing of like the exile is irrational so why bring out the exile the exile doesn't have the answer so why talk to it the exile is the question yeah um you know if we're i'm thinking back to just logic and math here yes the the exile might not have the answer but the exile is Mm -hmm. creating this imbalance in the equation yeah oh yeah i i agree Mm -hmm. i yeah i definitely think that's the case i'm just that's that i think that's why undeserver isn't giving me much information about it Mm -hmm. he thinks it's irrelevant or something so i guess yeah. I need to convey that. Um, and I also think that he's right that yeah, this is not going to be a rational process. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be an emotional process. Yes. Mm. Maybe there's other ways I could you know, other words I could put on it, but it's going to be, it's about mm-hmm. going to parts, being with parts, witnessing parts, allowing them to be irrational. Yes. And being yeah, compassionate, I, being compassionate with them. Yeah, I agree with all that. I think I just, it, I just need to convey it to him somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's just a very unfamiliar way of relating. Yeah. For him to like contemplate some sort of raw emotion. Mm -hmm. And you have done a significant amount of that in our in past work. You have connected emotionally with lots of parts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really have. It's it is it is really interesting these because because you're right, and I agree, and have often thought sort of like everything that you just said, and yet it is very interesting that there's like part of me who finds it strangely new. It is. It is new. Yeah. It's new for me. And I think it's new for the world. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Okay, maybe I maybe I just need like a couple of minutes to contemplate not to contemplate, Great. but uh Great. to relate to him. Okay. Take your time. Alright. Maybe like do you wanna set a timer for like I think we did four minutes in the past? I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think I got somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, there's like a pessimism, like a, um, it's kind of 
it's kind of related to what I was saying earlier about how I should assume that I'm wrong or that things are bad. It's like, uh, assume a bad outcome, assume that it won't get better. Um, things, things will find a way to go wrong. You will be disappointed. Just because you want something to turn out okay doesn't mean that it will. And I was kind of taken back to, and, and there's like a, a grief, there's like an unaddressed grief there. I was taken back to this plant that we had when I was growing up. And uh, it was my mom's plant. And I was just telling my friend about it the other day, so that might have been why it popped up. But it was like this, this skinny little like indoor, like almost like palm tree with these really thin little leaves that we had my entire childhood. Um, and my mom, it was my mom's and she'd had it for a long time. And we didn't really have a lot of other plants. She used to have African violets, but she stopped having them. Like she used to be really good at taking care of them, but I've only heard stories about them because she kind of stopped when I was young. And so this plant was like surviving in our living room, but she wasn't really taking care of it and as I got a little older and like but still in elementary school I was trying to take care of it and remember to water it but I was a child and I wasn't very good at remembering to water plants yet <clears throat> and I would just see it and even when I did remember to water it I would just see it and feel bad because it looked sickly and mm -hmm. I knew that it wasn't doing well and I just felt guilty every time I looked at it <laughs> and eventually it died and I was like well I I don't know part of me was always worried it was going to die and another part of me like never really thought it would but it did and that was that and yeah it's a very similar feeling to how I feel about my ex, weirdly. Yeah. You could see something slipping and yeah. you have these conflicting, am I supposed to take care of this? Do I know how to take care of this? Yeah. Did I do something wrong here? Did I do, did I do enough? Right, exactly. It's just really sad, but there's like no way to process that sadness because it's like right. there's guilt yeah so so there are parts that are 
have felt that there's no way to process the sadness. Yeah. Cause guessing, it's... I'm guessing that elementary age girl didn't have anyone to help her process that sadness. No. I mean, mm-hmm. it felt definitely felt like it would have been weird to go up to one of my parents and say I'm sad about a plant. Like mm-hmm. uh that never even really occurred to me to do. Mm-hmm. Um don't think they would have understood. They might have been like, Oh, I'm sorry. Or at least my dad might have been like that. I don't even know what mm-hmm. my mom would have said. Maybe nothing. <laughs> Who knows? But it was, it's like, it wasn't like it just died. Like when our cat died, it was sad, but like I knew he hadn't been. Well, I had a lot of guilt about him and the way I treated him as a child, but like fundamentally, like my parents didn't screw up keeping him alive and he like died of kidney disease when he was 19. So Mm -hmm. there wasn't that same like, oh, somebody could have really prevented this and maybe it could have been me. Yeah. So it wasn't the same. Do you see this part that has experienced this grief and believing that there's no way to process it? Hmm. It's really just an image of my living room mm-hmm. where and the and the plant being in the living room and getting progressively worse just slowly watching it happen over years but there's not like an image of a person that's me it's just Mm -hmm. kind of looking at the plant in the sad slightly dark living room how about the part that says it would have been weird to tell my parents how Mm. that i was sad about it that part is more like um a figuring out part saying that because uh it's not even something I thought about back then to tell them. Right. Cause okay. I was gonna say because it would have felt weird. Yeah, um <laughs> yeah, so there must there I guess there must be a part that is um feeling weird or like like there was no there was no way to even be like I also couldn't be mad about it like I couldn't go up to my mom and be like you helped kill this plant that that we all loved that was with us Mm -hmm. for years Mm mm-hmm like, I think it had been alive since before I was born. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't just go up to her and be like, what the hell happened? Yeah. The part that has is mad, sad, grieving. Yeah. And 
And come to think of it, I've always been really sensitive to like death and grief. Like I, I used to, um, when my, <laughs> this is kind of funny, like, but when my mom would fix me a grapefruit as a young child, um, and we, we would squeeze the juice out of it when we were like done scooping the like fruit bits out. Mm -hmm. Um, the sight of like her squeezing it <laughs> was just really sad to me because it was obviously mm -hmm. like a living thing getting crushed. And so I used to literally be like, it's okay, grapefruit. And we would like say that together, but deep mm -hmm. down I knew that it wasn't okay. <laughs> and the grapefruit yeah. was dying. <laughs> and like, it helps now that I, like it literally helps me feel better now that I've grown up and studied some biology and I know that plants literally produce fruit because they want animals to eat them because <laughs> that spreads their seeds. But like, <laughs> that's not the case with every food. Like a lot of foods are just right. killed things that we've taken it, the life right. from. <laughs> it wasn't and, the case with the plant. <laughs> yeah, but it is the yeah. case with like, a lot of a lot of other stuff that we eat a lot of other stuff that we do as just like a day-to-day -day mm -hmm. thing and just mm -hmm. if i if i i think if i really grasped the reality of it i i wouldn't be able to eat i wouldn't be able to like leave the house like there's just so much tragedy like both both in the system that we live in and also kind of inherent to existence that just kind yeah. of like puzzles me and makes me like desperately sad or i guess it would if i didn't numb that out i get it i think i get yeah. it i mean yeah. i have those parts too that mm. a spider got into got into a fly trap the other day at my house oh, yeah i mean the tiniest little spider and mm. I, it was a sticky trap and I was like trying to get him out of it. Aww. And I did. He lost a couple legs, but. <laughs> Aww. But, you know, I'm still taking my time to do that, uh, you know, like, because <laughs> that's not fair. You know, yeah. it didn't feel right. And I didn't want him there. Oh, I'm even worse about it. Like, I, well, not that, the, not that it's bad to do that, but like, I, I literally have like, ants in some parts of my home and I'm mm -hmm. like I am not going to lay out traps for them I'm just not going to do it and um like I <laughs> I rescued like a little gnat from drowning in my food literally twice it went in like the butter on my bread and I rescued it mm -hmm. and then it went back into my water and I rescued it again <laughs> like I have yeah. I have like almost no tolerance for um killing bugs like i'll slap a mosquito if it's literally biting me that's about it mm -hmm. it's funny because i'm not even a vegetarian but <laughs> which is a whole other argument that i've had with myself but yeah it's, it's just so, very hard to handle when you were saying it would have been weird to tell your parents mm -hmm. how you felt about the plan yeah does it feel weird to tell me uh no no because I know that you're you're interested here about it and you get it. I'd like to get it. I think I get it. 
I don't think it's crazy. Well, it's, yeah, it's less important that you completely understand and more important that you're interested in it. Yeah. Interested in validating that. Yeah. And how about you? Are you interested in validating it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, That does feel complicated because even if I resolve that it's almost like uh there's almost a futility to to it because if i go and say that this plant dying was fucked up then do i also have to go and say that like every single ant that i've accidentally crushed was fucked up and like every (laughs) like piece Mm. of food that i've eaten you know it's like on one hand I feel terrible about death being a thing. And on the other hand, if I do feel terrible about that, how am I supposed to live? Yeah. So that's what this part is dealing with. It's dealing with that dilemma of there's tragedy everywhere. How can I possibly, how can I go on? Yeah. It's like. And self is validating of its feelings. Yeah, I not, guess. not 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 yeah. just like we did with with undeserver. Not saying mm-hmm. here's the answer. Yeah, you're supposed to be a vegetarian and this <laughs> and that, right? Yeah, it's validating the feelings of I feel bad when the plant dies. Yeah, and I want to oh, yell at my mom. So I <laughs> I think the thing is there's another part in there that's going. This is futile. Mm-hmm. Like, why I feel bad about this specific plant? Why I feel bad about this specific person, this specific grapefruit? When you're just, you're, when your whole existence involves killing things and mm-hmm. like. So that's a, so that's a logical part that's. Yeah. That's saying, this to, don't feel bad about it. No, it's not even saying don't feel bad. It's just saying like your grief is pointless. It's not trying to comfort me. It's just saying this means nothing and you can't right. even and you can't even take solace in feeling sad. <laughs> right. And when yeah. I asked you why how you felt sharing it with me, mm-hmm. and if it was weird, you said no because I get it and validate it. Yeah. I didn't I wouldn't say well, that's pointless. So mm. those parts that are saying it's pointless, futile, that we need to get an answer. They don't understand mm-hmm. how self reacts to mm-hmm. an elementary school child who's sad about a plant dying. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I think the futile part needs to be validated by self too. Absolutely. They really do. I think maybe they need to be validated before they'll let me validate the other one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Protectors first. Yeah. Hmm. And it's I find it very hard to to go. Yeah, it is futile. Nope. Which is so again. Right. So we're not we're not agreeing with their answers when we're validating <laughs> them. 
We're, yeah. we're trying to understand their emotions and, mm-hmm. and trying to validate their feelings. Yeah. Well, I definitely get why they think it makes no difference. Right, right. So let them know that you get why they think that. Okay. seem to like that. Mm-hmm. They're not really used to not being fought with. Right. Yeah. Yep. And the parts that said that there's no process, there's no way to process sadness. You can show them that this is the way. It's mm. not fighting with them. It's showing up in a new way mm. that validates, acknowledges, respects. And they say, well, the sadness never ends. And I get why they think that. Mm-hmm. Me too. What are you getting about it? Um, because I don't see a way for it to, to be resolved. Just the fact that life is cruel. That you always hurt other living things by existing. Mm-hmm. At least by being an animal. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, it's very sad to me that you can't literally treat every living thing as if it were a person that you care about. I get that. Yeah, it's just sad to me that that's literally impossible. Yeah. And if I can't respect the right to life of every other organism, then how can I claim a right to life for myself? And that really does feel like that's at the fundamental center of undeserver and my thing with my ex Mm -hmm. okay you can't respect the life of every organism but then how can you claim your own yes Mm -hmm. how can i wake up in the morning and stretch and look at the sunrise and feel like the world is a good place that I'm meant to be grateful for when my existence relies on like 
killing and hurting other things, even if it's as simple as a plant. Yeah. Or the cells in your, the bacteria in your mouth when you brush your teeth. Yeah. And, uh, like the trees for the wood that made my house. Yeah. I flushed a perfectly vibrant shit down the toilet earlier. (laughs) (laughs) At least, at least those bacteria colonies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to a nice place. They're going (laughs) to shit heaven. (laughs) Well, but I mean, at least they're kind of like thriving off of our existence in some way. Like they're, they're doing, I don't know. I guess I don't. Almost like yeah, there's I a cycle. Was, yeah, there's a, yeah, <laughs> there's a there cycle. is. Um, mm-hmm. But. It's a third way. Know. Yeah, but that something like. Something like intestinal bacteria that, for one, we're in a symbiotic relationship with them. And for another, it just feels like so involuntary. But I don't know. Something about, I don't know why that feels different to me than killing plants. But yeah. (laughs) But you get why why parts say that feels different, right? That there's something feels different about killing plants versus killing bacteria versus killing a person. Although I do even, I do contemplate like even about killing bacteria, but yeah, it does feel, does feel a little different than killing plants. Yeah. feels different to me too. Yeah. But I have had those moments of being like, yeah, I have, uh, I have like, a cold or COVID or something. What mm-hmm. <laughs> the or viruses COVID. in me are just trying to live. Like I, I have had yeah. that thought. It's not that I haven't. Yeah. You know, I think, and who cares what I think, but uh, I think if you weren't sad when things died, mm-hmm. that would be concerning. Probably it would like, be. To be sad, to care about things is beautiful. And I think is an element of our our best qualities mm-hmm. is that we do care when things die. Yeah. And that gives life and connection this this glow about it of just how special things are and waking up in the morning yeah i'm 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 claiming this life instead of throwing it away and i don't know there to me i can just see this this beautiful side of it also mhm but i think i know what you mean and i do see that sometimes mm-hmm. but there's definitely also a part that feels like it's impossible on some level to like really get a handle on, which of course it is, but like, uh huh, right? I don't know. It it's just kind of this shadowy thing following me around that, like, mm-hmm. every time I, it's 
it's really like I can't honestly grieve anything because I might as well grieve everything if I grieve anything. I get that. Yeah. To me, that sounds like a, a superpower if you could grieve everything. <laughs> yeah, probably it does. Would be. That's, to me, that's what the Buddha did. That's what Jesus did. Huh. I guess so. They kind of went all the way with their compassion and recognizing of suffering. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know the Buddha was all about trying to find the the root of suffering. Didn't he end up deciding that, like, wanting things was the root of suffering? Well, the I'm first not... noble truth is that life is suffering. Oh, okay. So okay. He completely agrees with the thesis so far. <laughs> Well, that life is that there is sadness and suffering everywhere. That is yeah. that is the condition of what it means to be alive. Reminds me of a meme I saw where he's <laughs> saying life is suffering, and then somebody in the crowd is just going, "Who hurt you?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And the, and that can often be, hey, that's what the therapist wants to ask. Right? Is that come on, Buddha? You doing all right? <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, and a lot of therapy is really dismissive. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, and, and he didn't do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I think that you can do that for the parts that have those feelings. Yeah, you can be that person in you that accepts and loves them for the way they are and understands parts that feel that way and doesn't try mm -hmm. to uh, exile them. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's just funny. Like how, how do we get from, <laughs> I'm sad about my ex dying to my entire problem is that suffering exists. <laughs> It, it's the entire. It's the problem, and <laughs> and you have and you have parts in you that are still suffering, and you have parts in you that are that are saying there's no way to process the sadness. Yeah, and I think that's how we got here. Is we're looking at ways, or maybe the way, to process the sadness. Yeah, that's right. That is true. Yeah. Do you feel like you were able in this conversation to see more or to feel more about who that exile is? If it was one, if it was many, did you get a yeah. better glimpse? I feel like I understand more about why I felt so hopeless about my ex because it's I 
it's not even I mean, I'm sure childhood trauma is also involved, but it's not even about childhood trauma. It's about the trauma of existing. And I guess, yeah. I guess when I've hit upon that in the past, it sort of felt like a dead end because right. it's just inherent to life. And so I never really paid that much attention to it. And now I realize that that is what needs to be paid attention to. I'm nodding. <laughs> yeah. I get, and I guess there is a feeling that, well, if this is life, then that's weird and uncomfortable and shitty but it's also not inherent to me oh, or it's not specially inherent to me it's just mm -hmm. existence itself right and exiles feel like especially they're alone in that feeling yeah they do yeah because it That's doesn't seem like... They, they feel like they can't go to their parents to talk about it. Yeah, and that's the, true. And then it just stays in them. And, the, and then it's just, I'm this weird person that yeah. cries when the plant dies. And yeah, everybody, yeah. And nobody and nobody gets me and I can't share this. Yeah, that's that's true. Like, because how, how do you tell your parents that, like, existence itself is sad like how do you even conceptualize that it feels like so, the kind of thing that nobody else is worrying about at all right but the part can tell you right yeah 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 right and that can be one more thing that you grieve i'm sorry it's sad my parents weren't the people that i felt i could tell that that could yeah. be a part that that also needs to to be processed, sadness that needs to be processed, grieved, mm -hmm. respected, validated. Yeah, for sure. It's almost hard to think of a parent that would have a good response to that. I feel like it would be a, a minority of parents who would actually. I, I think you're right. And it's something yeah. that I that I grieve. Yeah. It's, it's one more sad thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one more kind of universal thing in that way that yeah. we're all kind of running around with these, with these dark unanswered questions, questions that wouldn't, that we couldn't ask or vulnerabilities that we couldn't share right. as children. Yeah. And we call them exiles. Yeah. It also makes sense in terms of like over the years, I've felt like hearing about various tragedies and stuff hasn't really moved me as much as it seems to move some other people. And I think it might be because I've already, if you already feel that life itself is a tragedy, then <laughs> what's, yeah. what's yeah. hearing an earthquake on the news? Mm -hmm. 
that's mm-hmm. that's almost comforting in a way because then it's like other people are sad for once. I get Obviously it. not good that people die, but you know what I mean. I, I do I do know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it can be a relief to see someone else grieving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, of course, I never thought about it in those terms until now. But yeah. Hmm. Well, I know we're well past our time. I don't don't want to keep you. Maybe we can talk about how, if there's anything that you would like to do, Uh, until our next session, or if there's anything that we want to bookmark and make sure that we come back to with this, how we might do that. Yeah. Um, You could ask the parts too. Yeah, I want to witness more of the inherent tragedy of life, I suppose. It's very hard to imagine ever, like, feeling better about it it kind of feels like um it just feels like a shift from Mm -hmm. accepting one bad thing to accepting another bad thing it's just two different bad things so i think i i think i know what you mean yeah it's a shift from uh, sadness and, or this, or again, that kind of isolated feeling. Yeah. I, it's, it's to like a more universal, <laughs> to a more universal sadness that, yeah, that is somehow has, it kind of gets balanced out. I think it's, it's from, in, in being universalized. Yeah. But then it's also like, all-encompassing in a way that yeah um, yeah that's just a lot to handle it's a lot to handle and then on another day you find that the same truth is there about whatever the opposite of sadness is Hmm. if sadness can be in everything well what about this what about the opposite of sadness Hmm. Maybe so. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll... That's a good thing for me to keep in mind. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, Any parts have any other questions or concerns How's how's the how are all those parts that wanted the mathematical answer? How are they responding um, to this? They are um, hmm. they at least paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm. I know. Yeah, they're they're paying attention. That's good. They're just. That's they're good. not sure if things are <laughs> better or worse. Right. right. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. That's great. But, yeah. 
yeah they're they're being very patient <laughs> yeah like they're like okay so <laughs> right because it still doesn't yeah. add up it's still because it still doesn't add still up Still, like yeah it's still like mm-hmm. the bad thing is true it's just a different bad thing than we thought mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah all right well hopefully our next conversation we can continue to refine Yes. That 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 thesis of what is bad. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Right. Thank you for your time. Thank you for all your parts time. Thank you for your time. Okay. Mm. See you next time. Yeah, see ya. Okay, bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows? That might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.